This is Hi Dad, the show where you get the advice your dad would give you. Because common sense isn't so common. Here's your host, Shane Ball. Hello, everybody. And how are you? It is the weekend. Whew. And you know, I am excited. I am very, very excited about the weekend. You know, a lot of people like the weekend because they think of what they can do. <sighs> I'm excited about the weekend because I can think of what I'm not going to do. Relax. Hello. <laughs> I love being able to just relax, eat, watch TV, and just enjoy myself. David Marshall, how are you, sir? Hey, everything's good. Really excited about the show today. Today, we're going to be focusing a lot on fatherhood questions. Oh, wow. You definitely want to go and pay attention because we have a lot of awesome questions today. Wow. So, this is your show, family. It's a free call or text message to 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. You can send in an email or an iMessage to questions at com. You have questions, dad has the answers, so let's dive right on in. All right. The first one comes from Amanda. She sent in a text message and said, hi dad, this may be too much information, but I need your help. I am a 14-year-old girl and I live with my dad. My mom died a few years ago from breast cancer, but I just got my first period. I have no clue how to talk to my dad about it. I'm not close to my dad at all. How am I supposed to talk to him about it? How would you want your daughter to talk to you about it? I hope you can help me, Dad. I most definitely can. And I want you, Amanda, to know that I really appreciate you and how brave you are. I I really appreciate that about you. You're, you're a nice young lady who I know will go far in life, and I'm sure it's very difficult, especially at this point in your life, without your mom. But this is what I'm telling you that I would want my daughter to do if I had this situation. I would want my daughter to mention it to me. And at the same time, I would say to you to tell your dad, listen. I know this might be a little creepy for you or, you know, I don't know, but I just wanted to tell you, um, I don't, I don't know if you have somebody like an aunt or I don't know, a big sister type individual in your life that you can talk to, but I would tell your dad, you know, I just wanted you to know that my periods have started but I already know what to do. I am already prepared for this. You know, uh, Mrs. So-and-so or Auntie So-and-so is helping me out with this, that, and the other, just so it won't freak him out too badly. Because number one, he's your dad. He's going to want to help. And (laughs) I don't know. I'll just imagine somebody uh, running to Google what to tell your daughter when she starts having Has a period. Her period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> period. No question mark. And um, I would just say to you to go to him. And if you don't know what to do, he, he may know. 
he may be very, I don't know, very knowledgeable about this. But if not, he can get you help. And I promise you, he will know the perfect individual to help you with this. So, yes, please just simply tell him because it's a part of life. It's natural. And I'm almost no, I'm 100 percent sure he's heard about periods before. Yeah. So it's not going to be a super shock to him at all. All. So you can talk to your dad about it. I said that to say it's natural. It's natural. Okay. God bless you, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda, for sending in that text message. Next, we have Gordon, who sent in an email and said, Hi, Dad. I'm a 16-year-old sophomore in high school, and I've got some questions about dating. Basically, I want to know what the point of dating at my age is. Many of my friends have started to have girlfriends and are even trying to set me up with girls they know. Back then, it seemed even more silly to me as dating really wasn't a realistic option due to transportation limits. Anyway, that's my experience with dating. To me, the whole thing just feels kind of silly. I've always thought dating was just a way to find out who you wanted to marry and settle down with. It seems unlikely that a girl I date in high school will be a future partner. So, Dad, I want to know, are there any reasons to date a girl at my age? What age is best to start dating? And do you have any other tips about girls or dating? Yes, most definitely, Gordon. I have tips for you. Ooh, (laughs) do I have? I'm just trying to have a little fun. But you have really thought out all of this dating stuff. Now, the very first thing that I really want to say to you is there is no particular age that you should become before dating. There is a certain, definitely a certain maturity that you should acquire before dating. What I like to do is I like to teach people to become friends first. And I said this in another episode, become friends first. It makes the world of difference. If you're not interested in dating, you don't have to date. There's nothing wrong with that. If you don't want to date, you don't have to. But Gordon, I don't want you saying what you're saying because you're afraid. Because the very last thing you said, do you have any other tips about girls or dating? So that that says to me that you're a little fearful of the whole dating scene. Because it's like, you know, I thought dating, like you said, and I love that. And that's what I truly believe. You date to see uh, how well you can connect with this young lady. And this is who I want to marry. Most people look at dating as, hey, let's just get together, have fun. If we work out, fine. If not, you know, hey, there are more fish in the sea, male fish and female fish. And a lot of people are fine with that. But I teach my sons, of of course, I don't have any natural children. I say, of course, because I've said it before. I don't have any natural children, but I teach my sons sons and daughters at the church that I pastor, I teach them, don't play with people's feelings. You can't do that, especially my sons. I tell them, listen, don't play with a girl's feelings. If you really don't like her, don't lead her on, you know, be upfront and honest. 
And being upfront and honest, what that will do for you is allow you to be yourself. Don't try to be your friends. Don't try to do something to please your friends. What is it that you want to do? Now, these are my tips about girls. All right. I already told you the major tip. Don't play with their feelings. Another tip. Don't run a line on a girl. Please do not. Running a line means promising her this and I'm going to do this. I'm going to listen. Just talk from your heart. Because if you say something that you think, well, if I say this, I know she'll like me. Mm-mm, you are setting yourself up ooh, because they remember every single thing you promised them. Whatever you tell them, whatever you say, they're going to remember it and not just remember it. They're going to hold you to it, remind you of it, almost force you to do it. <laughs> I am serious. So you have just simply got to chill. And you know what? I don't fault them at all because you should not have said anything. So if they hold you to your word, they should hold you to your word. So don't say anything that you don't mean. If it's not out of your heart, leave it alone. Another tip about girls is that they don't always want you to just buy them things. So don't think that, you know, a lot of times we see movies and even in real life, girls, they just like the this, that and the other. No, do what you can. Don't go broke. Do what you can. All right. And let it always come from the heart. Women, girls, ladies, they are creatures of feelings and emotions. They're very emotional. If you I don't like butterscotch candy almost at all. I just don't like it. And even if she didn't like butterscotch candy, if you didn't know that, but you got a butterscotch candy and you found a little piece of ribbon and you tied a note and a, a, a ribbon and a note attached and you left it somewhere for her to see and it said you're sweeter than this oh my goodness gracious I mean a diamond ring couldn't mean as much as that girls like sentimental things you will be on your 50th wedding anniversary cleaning out some trunk somewhere and find that Oh, butterscotch candy with the note 50 years later. Girls love holding on to little things like that. So just be real. Now, in terms of dating, I want you just just a, a tip, another tip concerning girls and, of course, dating. I want you as an individual to write down or type somewhere what you're expecting from dating. And I want you to share that with her so that there will be no questions and ask her to share with you. I like to put everything on the table. Let's let's be frank. This is what I'm looking for in dating, because when you get in it and you say, I thought you'd be so and so. She's like, I never said that. I thought you'd be so and so. Well, I never said that. Let's be frank. Let's be clear. Okay. This is what I want. I don't want to kiss you in the lips. You don't want to kiss me in the lips. No, I'm just not comfortable with that. What about holding hands? Yeah, I'll hold your hands, but not in church. 
you know, what? No, I mean, you know, it's creepy. My mom and dad, anybody could see it, you know. So just talk, you know. I, mean, I know it sounds funny, but these little things break up relationships. Somebody said, well, that, excuse me, that's nothing but puppy love. But guess what? It's real to the puppy. You can call it puppy love all you want, but it's real to the puppy. So I want you to enjoy your youth and let the girls know that you are as available as you are. You make the limits to your availability. All right. And what what do I mean by that? I simply mean I don't want you to say, hey, I'm available. Y'all come. No. Present yourself with what you are going to offer in a relationship. If you're not willing to just go 100% all out, let them know, you know, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for the other. And I believe in abstinence. No sexual activity until marriage. That's what I believe. And that's what I would say. Well, you know, these young people, they're just going to do what they want to do. Not all young people. And Gordon, I believe you can be one that will respect yourself and the young lady. I believe in abstinence. Thank you. God bless. Thanks, Gordon, for sending in that email. Ricardo sends an email and says, I have never had a father figure in my life for long. I've lived with my dad and my mom my whole life, but my father has never stepped up and acted like a parent. I'm curious to know what I'm missing out on. What are some things that you feel are essential to say to and do with your children? Mm, Wow, you are. I don't I really don't know your age, but what's what's good about this is that you're already thinking about this you know i never had a father figure in my life that that's that's something now i want you to think about your question you know i'm curious to know what i'm missing out on what are some of the things you feel are essential to say to and do with your children what did you want think about this what would you want If you had a father in your life, think about those things. You know, being a young man, I just believe that God himself put fathering in us. There's just something innate about that to father your child. Uh, If animals in the wild can protect their children and teach them how to how to hunt and 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 protect themselves and things of that nature. Oh my goodness, how much more so can humans? I mean, it's like, again, it's innate. We're born with it. So what would you like to do? The father is the head. So you're going to need leadership abilities. You can learn that and you can watch other people who you see are great leaders. They they don't bash people, but they lead very well and people follow them and they love following them. They love following them and they get great advice. Also, the father, as I said before, is a protector. So you'll want to know what is out there. 
what things are out there that would come against my child and how would I protect my child? I can't be with my child 24-7. So I'm going to instill in them. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to train them. The Bible says train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. And a lot of times I see people when they scold their child or, or, or they're fussing at their child, they say, didn't I tell you this, that, another? Well, telling and training are two different things. You can't potty tell a child. <laughs> you have to potty train. You know, after one time of, of telling them how to go potty, they still use the bathroom on themselves. And you can't spank them. You just told you have to train. It is a process. So you have to learn that as a dad, you're going to have to train. You're going to have to provide for your family. So that means you need to do well in school. Very, very well in school. So we can go ahead and get a scholarship and major in something that you're passionate about. Something that if you could still have all your needs met, but you would still want to do this, this is what you're going to do. You're passionate about it. This is my life. Go forward with that because you'll do it every day and you'll get paid on top of that. You'll come home happy and pleased with, even if it's junk all over the place from your children, you'll teach them how to put their toys and stuff up and say, okay, listen, let me train you right now. And every day, if I have to, how to keep, get this one toy, play with it. When you're finished, don't go get another toy until you take this one back into the toy box. Things of that nature. It is not difficult. It's really Ricardo, not even a science. But what I will tell you is that fathering has 100% love, 100% love in fathering. You have to love. And I'm sure, I'm so very sure you are going to love your children. If you need any help, we'll be here. Lord willing, we'll be here whenever you need the fathering advice and other fathers, of course, online, you'll look and see what agrees with you. You know, what is like, mm, no, that's not me. Oh, yeah, this is great advice. David's looking at me because I'm missing kick something. If y'all heard it, just ignore it. So I want you to be sure, be sure that you have everything you need when you become a father. And what is that? Love. Because love will get every other thing that you need. The basic, the best, the utmost love. God bless you, Ricardo. Thanks for the email, Ricardo. Kelly sends in an email and says, Hi, Dad. I'm a freshman this year, but lately I find it hard to actually have motivation to go to class. (laughs) I have two three-hour-long evening classes, and then my math and science class an hour three times a week. I found that I've had a hard time actually attending class. Like, I'll miss three times in a row, so obviously I'm failing all my tests with a zero. I really need tips on getting good etiquette and being attentive and having motivation. I'm at the point where if it weren't for some of my friends forcing me to go, I'd be out of school by now. Dad, I need help. 
Well, Kelly, the first thing that you need is discipline. You really need discipline. There is something else that you would much rather do. And that is what you're going to have to get rid of out of your life. You're going to have to get rid of that. There's something else taking up this space. I don't know if it's you mentioned friends. I don't know if it's hanging out with friends, if that's what you really want to do or whatever. Kelly, take it from me. You do not want to mess up in school. I'll be open with you. I had it hard because I left when I left school, when I left uh, the university, the the college. I had it hard. You don't want that. I promise you, you do not want that. What you want to do is just buckle down. And what I mean by that, do your homework. Go to orangebergchurch.com. This is great information for anybody listening. Go to Orangeburg Church, O-R-A-N-G-E-B-U-R-G, church.com. And on the, the front page there, you'll see how to make all A's and B's. There are some powerful, powerful tools there for you. And it's only one page long. Just basically one page long for you. Things like this. Don't eat or drink anything until your homework is done. Why? Because what happens is when you eat and you drink, the blood flow is going to go to your digestive system to digest your food. So while your 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 blood is is really charging up your digestive system, what is happening is you're trying to study, you're getting a headache because your your body's trying to fight for who's going to get the blood flow and it's just a mess. Okay? Another thing, never ever 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 watch television before you do your homework when you do that and see these are tips for you and when you try these tips out kelly you're going to actively actively be participating in your straight a's because when i tell you this will literally help you get all a's and b's it will it will. Orangebergchurch.com. Click on how to make all A's and B's. When you watch television, your brain waves slow way down. And they're so slow that even dreaming, even at rest, sleeping, your brain waves are more active than when you're watching television. So imagine while you're doing that, while you're watching television and oh, goodness, let me go study. Now you're trying to speed up the brain waves. When you leave school, your brain waves are choo, 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 they're going. So what you do is you ride those waves with the homework. Ride, ride, ride those, <laughs> ride those waves. You have to do great. You know, I'm going to say this. I didn't like school. I did not like school. So I did. Well, you know, I, I, I used to have this testimony. And I still I would do well just so I could hurry up and get out of there because I didn't want to repeat a grade. Is that another? So if you don't like school, hurry up and do your best so you can get out of there. You get your degree and your grades will be absolutely phenomenal. But listen, 
you're going to do well. You're not going to dislike school. What you're going to do is you're going to get those things that I mentioned on OrangeburgChurch.com and what you're going to see there. And as you apply that to your life and you see those A's and B's coming out, you're going to be like, man, for example, never do your homework where you sleep, because as soon as you enter that room, your mind goes into rest mode. <sighs> so go to the library. Go somewhere else. If you have a commons area, go there so that you, it's, it's so many different little things that, that will help you out. Remarkable. That way you'll have some guide to help you discipline your life. Okay. Find somebody who loves to study and study with them. Somebody who you see studying all the time. Get around them. Learn their mentality. Why do you study so much? Hear what they're saying. Adopt it for your own personality. Adopt it for your own life coach. Let that coach your life. Man, I tell you, you have to be around people who are going to motivate you. It's okay to have fun. That's cool. But I don't need to fund people who are not motivating me when I need to be motivated. So you need to pick and choose. So that you can be the best, Kelly. You've got to be the best. I'm not settling for less than that. You've got to be the best. Go ahead. Get it done. No extracurricular activities right now until you can see all A's. I'll let you make one B. Okay. Just for whatever. All A's and a B. Then once you see that you've got this thing kind of down packed, then join something. You know, that's not going to take up much of your time. Just something to do. All right. Just to say, yeah, I went to college and I did this, you know. But the main reason for being there is studying, getting the awesome grades. Excuse me. You may even, while you're in school, you may even get extra scholarships because you went from D's to A's. There may be an honors college part of the university or college where you're going, where they have monies for you because they're like, whoa, how did you do this? What did you do? We want you a part of us. And now you only have a little bit of money to pay, which was your first semester or whatever. You are going to do great, Kelly. I believe in you. God bless. God bless you, Kelly. Thanks so much for writing in. Listen, I encourage everyone to write or to call into the Hi Dad show. We read every question that comes our way. So don't forget that you can call or text your questions toll free to 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. Or you can shoot us an email or an iMessage at questions at HiDadShow.com. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Hi Dad Show. You can follow Dr. Wall on Twitter at Shane underscore Wall or on Facebook by searching for Pastor Shane Wall and pick up a copy of his awesome new book, Understanding All Success is Attained by It. Get the book, get the understanding, be the success. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get every single episode of Hi Dad right on your device. Also, tell your friends about the show and encourage them to send in their questions and concerns. HiDadShow.com is the place where you can find out everything about the show. And as a bonus, we'll be posting answers to the most common questions there as well. 
We love you, family. We love you so much. My name is David Marshall. I'm here with Dr. Shane Wall. And thanks for tuning in to Hi, Dad. 